Hey guys, welcome once again to the Tech Point Africa podcast. My name is Emmanuel. I'm Olwani Femi. I'm Chimgosu. And I'm Bolu. Yeah, so it's been an, a very, very eventful week and we had like really, really tough discussions on Monday. Uh, yes. On t- Tuesday. Tuesday. I'm, I'm losing track of the rain. <laughs> Is it because of the rain? Yes, the rain. Like the days have been looking the same. <laughs> oh, because of the break break no i didn't even i didn't even notice there was a break but the days up i think it was him yo i think you jinxed the whole thing you said when you were small you used to have seven days rain actually <laughs> 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 happened yes yeah, so i don't even know that happened but thankfully the rain has stopped yeah thankfully and even if it's falling now nah, i mean we can't hear it with We've we've changed. They're back in our studio. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry about <laughs> it. Don't worry about it. What what should you be worrying about? However, is uh, Bolu, you have some stories from India and yeah, yes. social experiment. Yes. So why I am saying you should be worried the, about the, that the because the fact that it's a social experiment and somebody taught it within themselves to emulate them. Yes, when Twitter, is, Twitter was banned <laughs> in Nigeria. <laughs> I, I didn't even know until now it was a social experiment. I when when they were going to defend was it crow or crowy? Crow. Crow. What is crow? Crow. They they had oh, to they, they, they had to make an example of cool. Mm. Yeah. So Please continue. It's annoying. Yeah, so cool. Cool is another another social media bird that you know, the Nigerian government tried to <laughs> try to force on us but you know no. is it the Nigerian government or a certain overhyped activist of the Nigerian government okay no the the, the overhyped activist actually created his own he's not an activist sorry for the use of that word okay but does let's just say the government just, leech okay but lately he has Chingo Zim, this is not your Twitter account. He's changing stance. Yes. He's changing his stance. Yes, he rendered his apology, actually. I don't want to hear. So okay. What's, what's okay, one of us. Okay, wait. What's happening to Crow? Let's, so, let's know the future of Crow. Eh? Sorry, of Crow. Does of, he have a future? No, it was dead and arrived. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think, so, before before the whole issue with, you know, the Twitter ban in Nigeria, you know india also had their own run-ins with twitter in india ah, but they show twitter pepe. <laughs> <laughs> yes twitter so out of you know they were trying they were looking for vengeance they created coup you <laughs> know another bird uh, another bird app and then nigeria too was like yes you know mm, let's create a counter coup tweet that so in the same you know in the same vein the nigerian government too wanted to bring crew to nigeria after the after the ban twitter and so boy it feels like it feels like the very very first school in nigeria yes right? exactly mm. <laughs> okay. so so they shall wanted you know a new social media platform after that whole while with twitter and as it's looking now even the nigerian government is not using the coup again Nigerian government or the Maybe Indian government? Crow. The Nigerian government. Oh. Yes. Oh, yes, they yes. I, I remember they tweeted on coup to tell us that they've... No, they not. They could on tweet. No, <laughs> they, 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 they could on coup. They could said on... To, to tell coups. us about crow. Okay. Yes, because yeah. by that time they had banned Twitter. So they went to coup. Okay. Then to tweet about crow. Okay. Okay. Interesting. They could on... 
<laughs> okay, so in case you're wondering and you're wondering why we are talking like this, today is just the day for dragging. I mean, very, very, very special episodes today. I mean, there's Elon Musk and Donald Trump going at it on Twitter. And I don't know what's what I don't understand those two people, first of all. <laughs> but one is saying, Oh, I voted for Trump, one is saying, I didn't vote for Trump. I don't know, I don't know what and then has to come and reply that's not true. <laughs> That guy is all over the place. You dead lovers, like (laughs) yes, but I I I could care less about Trump and Elon. What I could what I'm caring about right now is a company that promised so much. Mm. Mm. The the word on the street is the bank of the free is no longer free. Yes, it's not the bank of the fee. Mm. (laughs) You know, they have opened dungeon gates. This is not as bad as it sounds, actually. If in yeah. my own opinion, okay. so it's, it's not. It's a stamp duty that they are now charging on all deposits. So it's, it's which has been going on with every other, other banks. Bank. But here's the thing: they told us bank of the free, free transfers, free everything. But mm. we did not know that the CBN and FIRS had different plans for them. Mm. So. From July to, July fifteenth, they will be charging fifteen naira for every deposit. So just to be clear, it's not when you're sending of money over out. Over ten thousand naira. Yeah, every deposit of <coughs> over ten thousand. So if you have a CUDA account, um, you might just want tell people to send you nine five or nine thousand seven hundred naira or nine eight or nine <laughs> in nine. Batches. Yes, in batches, and you won't have to part with fifteen naira or even nine thousand nine hundred and fifteen naira. <laughs> It's not. Come on, this guy. You just, you just want to find a way to circumvent. Okay, no, let, let's 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 just try to make things clear. Mm-hmm. I started with back of the free. Now, if you are mm. listening and you are not sure, you are not really, really familiar with your slogan. Kuda is about to start charging for transfers. Yes. If you are not familiar with this slogan, I don't know where you are. You're, don't you're, assume no, that everybody no, no. knows. No, it's no. not. This so is not only on Lagos Street. Uh, I am telling you. There are billboards everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's not just on Lagos. You know that in the middle of the road. Mm. Yes. It's everywhere. Yes. Oh. I saw it in Akure. In the middle I of the road. I never saw it in Ife. Yeah, what are you coming to in Ife? <laughs> no, now students, students are there. Uh, Those are their targets. Students. Do they need billboards to convince students? No, I'm just saying that Bank of the Free is, was in our faces. It, w- it was on Big Brother Nigeria, which was like... Even the users like of the, the banks would stop. Uh, what's it called? Is it reality show? Mm, yeah. Yes. So back of the free, but let's just remind you, back of the free is Kuda, mm, Kuda yes. Bank. Okay. So my issue with Kuda has always been their. I like their proposition, right? Mm-hmm. Free transfers, right? They are coming to twenty-five free transfers in a month. Uh, what kind of what kind of transfers? Some are people you doing? exhaust it. Okay. So <laughs> are you running a BOS business? <laughs> Some people exhaust it. I'm serious. Ah. <laughs> what what are you transferring? Like I don't get. Yeah, it dep- you might so have businesses so that require like you to do. do that. So Bulu basically transfers. He moves. It's like a money launder. He moves money from one account <laughs> to the other, to another account. Like, just keeps on moving the money from one account to... I don't get this young man. So, you can exhaust 25 transfers in a month. So... I think, think the idea I've done... done. Yes, I used Kuda Bank, actually, and that proposition was what bought me. Actually, convinced other people to use it. And now, so I here's, don't know So, here's I my problem with that proposition. I was using... I still don't use Bank of the Free. They never use them. But 
uh, I never ever no I don't have beef with them. I just don't like when someone is giving me sobo. So I didn't have an issue with my previous banks charging me for my transfers. I still don't have an issue. They charged me for SMS uh, SMS that they sent two days late. Charged me for even email which is supposedly free. At at least according to the form they gave me. It's free but they charged me for it. They charged me for literally everything except this stamp duty which is also curious. So I won't be telling people my bank so that people don't talk to them and then ask them to start <laughs> but they don't charge me this stamp duty which is where Dodo only friend pointed out earlier that could be because somebody's sending me money so if you're out there and Yes, uh, nice when you receive money um of uh, above 10,000 naira. When was you, the last time somebody did that? that money? Well, so this is an open challenge to anyone who Seriously about now, I'm, no, I'm no, no, please, 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 let's do it. Like Just send me 10k. A quick census now. <laughs> send When me was the last time somebody sent you money? <laughs> send me 10k to shame me, Femi. Please, <laughs> do this for me. It's is true. It, is it that? Is it that? Bad? I may, I may send I it back to you. I can't remember the last time somebody sent me money. Wow. Okay, oh, no, nice. it, no, no. So it doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be control. someone sending you money. You could have borrowed somebody money and they're returning, they returning it to you. I don't even do loans again. Okay, no, now beyond all the fun we are having with this story, I mean, there are two things that are sticking out for me with Kuda. Every time I think about them, from the onset, I've always questioned the sustainability of the business, offering free transfers, right? And when they raised uh, their Series B a few months ago, and they talked about doing overdraft, right? Giving out loans to people. So that's like one of the core aspect of a bank's business mm-hmm. now there's also their customer service mm. you are you are you're a digital bank you don't have a physical office where people can come and shout on your head until they add one in yaba they had one in yaba and they have one in yaba they didn't have one until they had that and but still people are still going there to <laughs> not getting their issues so, sorted mm-hmm. i remember a, a time when um onome had to go to their customer service of office in Yaba to go and fight yes. after complaints, after sending Cheer emails shit. you get. And it was and the issue was resolved there and then. Now if I listen to this, it's almost getting to a year since I sent a mail to do that <laughs> to resolve a money they debited from my account that I didn't fund. And that money that's still me now. It's little but it's it's me. I still have Uh, money tied up even after tell. everything I still don't have beef with them Don't all these things I'm saying I'm just doing my <laughs> job as a journalist okay <laughs> I was supposed to believe that <laughs> yeah but yeah uh, on a serious note the sustainability of the business is quite it yeah. is being called into question I mean we've we've seen other banks like Carbon free, uh, Fair Money they are operating a different model called the credit led new bank model and For, from the onset, they're already giving out loans. They're already making a lot of money. These companies have relatively higher interest rates for their loans compared to, say, banks and all of that. So, Kuda is actually, Kuda's case is actually quite compelling. I'm actually trying to see how monetization will flow. I mean, if Kuda was the Kuda of a few years ago where they could raise funds with so much ease, I don't think they would have bothered customers with this 15 naira stamp duty. Charges. The market is so, bloody as it were. Yes. So I'm okay. So basically, have they been paying that stamp duty for their customers? It's it's quite possible because 
So that's incurring the lots of debts. Yeah. Yes, when CPM. you want to acquire customers, you do stuff so, like that. You know they have take like a, take a queue from OP. They say they have like two million customers. Hmm. Well, I am and a customer. And let's say about <laughs> a million. Let me do the I'm math. Active. A million. Uh, okay, a million might be a, a, a stretch, but let's do 500k. And just 500k and receive deposits of 10k and above every month. That's uh, sorry, I didn't exactly pay attention in math class, so <laughs> don't try to. You wasted me. school fees, right? 25 million naira that you're incurring every month. 25 yeah, million money compared yeah, to they've, they've how much they've been yeah, raising money. Yeah, they've been raising yeah, money, they've been raising but money, but you do that for a year. Come on, you're talking about uh, you have salaries how much to now? Pay. You have you salaries have to pay. You have marketing market. to do. Someone, I think those who that was asking what their uh, marketing budget is, and what on the street is that the marketing budget is insane. I can't remember exactly. I think if I'm not mistaken, around two million dollars or so. So a hefty marketing budget, three hundred, possibly three hundred fifty million naira spent and cured on mm. just covering transfer debts for people i mean yeah kuda is on a roll and uh i'm we having an uneasy feeling about this and i'm i'm looking at this space very very closely to see what they're going to be up to but another space i'm looking at closely is uh, the nigerian government or not just the nigerian government african governments in general moving traveling between these countries is always very very difficult and uh, Togo is up to something that's seemingly quite interesting and progressive, but I'm taking it with a pinch of salt. Because <laughs> the, the last time a government looking at you, Nigeria, told me that everything can be digital, <laughs> I still have to go to the uh, to the office to queue. So, yes, what's Togo up to with the okay. Yeah, so Togo has launched um, something. They actually launched it last year. It's called Togo Voyage. Let me use French. Yeah, so it's it's a platform where where they claim oh, I don't know if I should use that word, to have digitized the entire process when it comes to getting your visa. So uh, I don't know when I checked, you know, what the process is like for getting a visa in Nigeria. It's kind of similar. So there's also the digital version where you can pay online start filling the forms online but there are still some there's still a part of the process that still requires you to be at the embassy so but what togo is telling us now is that the entire process from start to finish will be digital which um until i see or probably talk to someone that has done it <laughs> no. I not do you do you need to see or talk to someone before you tr- start trying to weigh the merits of <laughs> any proposition i mean so if visa has their benefit uh, um, they have their own benefit mm. and the major one is that it's supposedly you're supposedly supposed to do everything virtually you're okay. not supposed to go anywhere supposed to do it virtually okay right but you know how see they be you see there are a lot of infrastructure around it right mm. you have to wh- when the country to start with i'm not saying to go mm. when the country <laughs> to start with doesn't have like a standard database use your art button no i'm, I'm not I, I don't want to say what i don't know okay right <laughs> but when a country to start with doesn't have a database that is standard, mm-hmm. right, for a citizen. 
right, that is secure too from ACAS. And you want to do something virtually, which means you are putting people's identity online. They are doing it online. It's, it's, in, a, it's in the cloud. Yeah. Is it safe there? Is it safe from identity theft? Is it safe from forgery? Mm. Right? Do you have the infrastructure to 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 tell them to do their biometrics online? Right? So there are a lot of infrastructure around it. And if, if that's not sorted, you can just put a tag on it, e-visa. Mm. Right? Exactly. It, it reminds me of the current PVC, uh, permanent voter registration that is going on in Nigeria. And you are told that you can do it online. But after you register online, you have to go and present yourself in, a, in an office to do your biometrics. Mm-hmm. You get. And they are not even tell you, you are not even sure if your details are secured. So if if visa on its own is nice, right? Where they get it right, right? As it's where I think it's over 61 countries in the world that that offer e visas, mm-hmm. right? And Asia like occupy a number of them. Let's say in Africa we have like 10. If Togo goes through with theirs, right? We have like 10 in Africa that offer e visas. So but the, the the concerns are still there. The benefits are high, but do we have the infrastructure to maintain them? Right? Can you tell me that my details that you are putting in the cloud that nobody can steal it and go and use my passport somewhere else? Mm. Are you a startup and you're wondering how to tell people like Nifemi how you're handling your data? Maybe you should come to Tema Elevate July 23rd, 2022. Yeah, don't miss it, honestly. Honestly, because... You need to at this point you need to be very very conscious on how you relate information, yeah, information and to your customers so uh, if i hear that my details are being peddled in a hacker whatsapp group <laughs> and they got it from my a startup i registered with uh, it's not before new it's not this was i'm laughing with kuda <laughs> <laughs> yes, because it's actually a lot of data that let's even assume that they're able to get the infrastructure for you to um do your biometrics you know and your pictures and things like that. Having those kind of information in the hands of the wrong people can be very, can end really badly for anybody. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, so we are wishing to go the best. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a whole lot. And uh, of course, so many things happening in Francophone Africa. And we'll be back with more to talk about. But before then, let's let's go and give, let's give the people who are paying our house rent some credits. <laughs> Hi, I'm Abisola Adenoga, the head of business at TechPoint Africa, and I'm here with good news. Did you know you could present yourself as a reputable brand leader? Did you know that your business could get the limelight it deserves? Now you do. Using TechPoint marketing tools, we can put you in the faces of a large audience for brand awareness and thought leadership. Begin your journey to generating leads for your business and getting instant feedback on your products and services. To know more, Reach out by sending an email to business at techpoint.africa or click on the link in the description. Together, we can take your business to the next level. Hey guys, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed Abisola's voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, like I said, there are lots of things happening in Francophone Africa and uh, me even featured someone, an expert in our series from Francophone Africa. And, yes, and, and this is an opportunity for you to even give your shameless plug. Yes, my shameless plug. In my last, last episode of Expert and African, I interviewed or wrote the story of an African tech leader who has been making grants in Francophone Africa. She's a Cameroonian. Her name is 
Patricia Pedom. No, no. It was interesting. It was an interesting conversation with her. And I tried to reflect all, all it is about the conversation in that article. We'll put the link in the description. You, sh- you should also listen to the podcast, the accompanying podcast. I think her voice is soothing, so you might want to listen to her. My voice too, you can manage that, but listen <laughs> to it. Or you can search for Expert and African on any of the platforms you listen to your podcast. And subscribe too, please. Mm. Thank you. Nice one, nice one. <laughs> so, yes, on the news in Francophone Africa, wave. So when, when I saw this news, right, I actually started doubting if it's the same wave I saw last week. Our mm-hmm. proud unicorn, not new, our Frank, proud African or not African unicorn. Frank supposedly Francophone <laughs> Africa's <laughs> first unicorn wave, right. formerly Send Wave in Senegal, laid off fifteen percent of its staff in June twenty twenty two. So last month we talked about the wave of hirings, the economic meltdowns around the globe, VC slowdown, mm-hmm. and how we're not hearing much happening in Africa. What is going on? And uh, when we're talking about layoffs and uh, cutdowns, I was expecting it to be happening to more smaller startups, right? Startups are struggling to survive, but this is a unicorn valued at $1.7 billion. And they've laid off 15%. 15% of their staff. That's crazy. About 300. About 300 staff. Tunuzem, do you have some details? More the, details. There really isn't much detail, but it's it's not surprising that the big guys are um, they are laying off staff. So even in Europe, UK, I say Europe, uh, UK, Europe and America, you don't, okay, we are not seeing so many small startups laying off. It's always the big guys. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Microsoft is uh, is like they've post hiring. They are, I think they are they are also going through the same problems. Same with Twitter. Um, who else? Google. Google has it's done. Slowing th- down hiring. They are slowing down hiring or not even hiring or firing staff at all. So for some reason, it's the big guys. So probably the pressure to deliver on your promise to either stakeholders or investors. Mm. Makes them hire people they don't exactly need. But then, then, to be fair to them, they said it's in the new market. So, if they had known y- that the well, is it really fair be, to them? Would be like this. They won't have expanded. So, so you... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. In this, in this market, right, you mentioned, oh, investor pressure. I understand investor pressure for fast-growing companies like Wave, right? But for behemoths like Google, Microsoft has been existing since... Since yeah, I knew what computers are. It doesn't mean the hand do not meet them. Like everybody shall collect once it's an economic crunch. It doesn't really care about you. For smaller companies, maybe if you have a staff of like 30, 40 people, it might be easier for you to okay say, fine, I don't I don't fire people, but maybe we can just cut salaries. I think mm-hmm. I was reading about either a startup or a VC in Europe, they uh, I think they reduced the salaries of the C level execs in order for them to like accommodate the guys that they have so that could be a route but even if you reduce um, google's ceo salary how many people can that cover how many staff it can possibly? cover a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> but have you seen google, have you seen some that purchase yeah, conversation yeah i've seen it but like okay let's look at is a, a, a company like amazon amazon has about a million employees over a million actually okay so if they were to 
start firing people and they, they decide to go that route of slashing executive um, salaries how many salaries can you possibly slash mm. so I, i think it makes sense as is the big big guys that are suffering even though ideally you expect is the small guys that are suffering but um big man big trouble i guess mm. but for we've what's curious for me is the, the people you're posting is in like new markets so you entered these markets because you thought there was something there so does it also mean you're scaling back operations in these areas no no to okay when you in my own opinion when you enter a new market right mm. for the first period like for the first season you are still trying to you're probably not making any money there yet right you are still trying to get a, a footing in okay. those places which means they are spending more So when they are saying now we don't have the capability to spend more in this space to gain grants, mm-hmm. right? Why don't we just withdraw until when we have the capacity to pump in the right money and gain enough ground? So I'm not saying it's fair, you get. But when it comes to new markets, they are not making any money there. Yes, they feel. They're not like I, I know they're services. not making they're not making any money, but your essentially reducing the workforce in a, in a territory you, you are not familiar with so this is like where you it's you need to figure things out in this new territory compared to old territories where you are familiar with you know how everything works so why are you firing people in these new markets so are you saying they should fire people in the parents they are familiar I mean ideally with? you wouldn't fire anyone but it's not better that you have more people on ground to help you figure out a new terrain they can always do it um, virtually if they could do it virtually <laughs> why did they hire in the first place no it's, it's a mobile money business so mm. it kind of has to be hands-on a little true, bit true true so, but i just feel like yeah know, it, it makes sense. Really those are like probably yeah it, it, it won't be their concern right? and that's probably the where the least investments are going to so mm. it's it's like easy for you to start with low-hanging fruits but okay. i don't know on, it's still on, sad on it's getting closer note, actually i hear that downturns like this period like this mm. are the best time for some companies because we're, mm. now you have access to cheaper uh, yeah cheaper workforce because where they just lost their job wow that's a, low, that's a low blow it is but i'm just reality. saying but it's the reality it's, it's it gives right. us hope yes mm-hmm. hope. people will be take them selling off their assets Yeah. at lower prices so you ah, can have access I, to I wish that this was affecting crypto traders <laughs> ah. i'd have bought their i'd have bought their you like crypto traders we just be on their own i'm willing to come up with i don't understand <laughs> um, uh. yes but i i noticed i might be wrong but i noticed that we all know that there's an economic crunch fine but why as lot of tech companies globally been on the receiving end of that of that crunch compared to more Because traditional they compensate companies. a lot they pay Why? a lot Because in my own view like, is like tech companies they pay way more than traditional companies when it comes to mm. when compared to their level to the level of the people they are paying to of their employees mm. 15900 tech workers so, from startups have been laid off this year alone alone yeah so or in june sorry in june <laughs> ah, in, <laughs> june. <laughs> ah, well, in june and that's even worse <laughs> it's worse 
It wow. has a lot of, a lot is happening. In June. And maybe because really? the it's just taking the toll. The recession is just taking the toll in the past two months. I mean, when you've uh, when you are basically running on vibes to a large extent, it's bound to happen. See a startup I, like Klarna that went from a 45 billion like that some people didn't believe it until it was announced. Hmm. There like, was another story, uh, another startup story I saw. Is this European startup? That startup has been running is is an HR software startup. Okay. It has been running since 2015. Mm. I, I can't remember the figures it has raised. I can quickly look for it and it has it is not yet profitable. Okay. In 2021, it was not yet profitable. I was wondering, like, is you're virtually living from paycheck to paycheck? Mm, that's a startup story for a lot of people. For how many years? Seven years. Come on. So now, those kind of startups, you can bet that during this recession, they are in trouble. You'd be surprised that they will survive. You've not been profitable for so how many years? You've been on, raising. Yeah, it, series E. I didn't mention that part. It has been series E. Is it deal? Is it deal? I have to remember the start. So you also have to check um, how much revenue they are generating. So if they are generating revenues that can cover some part of their costs, mm. then they could use investors' money to just fall back on until things return to normal. But if they are not making significant or sufficient revenues to cover part of their cost then they just it is it, they would they would probably die at mm. some point okay so why why people are dying i'm expecting some <laughs> seeds <laughs> why startups are dying sorry <laughs> why startups are dying i'm, I'm expecting some seeds to germinate right mm. i mean mm-hmm. during the last global economic meltdown that was when we saw the likes of uber and whatsapp and airbnb spring into the scene right so I'm actually looking out for those companies that are going to spring from this recession, from this meltdown, and maybe cool it off with the tech, tech, tech side of things and solve real problems. Mm. But yes, I'm actually looking forward to the companies that are going to do this. And uh, if you're part of the people who were laid off in Wave, Senegal, Burkina Faso, and uh, Mali, and some other countries, I think Uganda too. Yeah. Uh, so if you're one of those people, uh, we're going to be looking to the tweet, the tweet by Peter Raffo is a partner at we capital there you can fill that form and get an opportunity for a placement our new job at this startup and uh, don't don't follow nifemi's uh, this thing don't let them underprice you i'm not i'm not <laughs> saying the the situation of this is 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 the no, reality it's it's really crazy we've seen companies lose some companies looks like lose like 50 percent of their valuations when things were rosy so and and it's <laughs> <laughs> okay that that's okay let's just leave this here let's leave this here like i said you, you of course it's not just wave i mean if you're losing your job just there are many communities you could reach out to there are platforms you could follow and uh, just and you're a startup founder please just just stay strong and our thoughts are with you thoughts are with you and employees sit up because your boss according to a certain CEO (laughs) and they fire you to suck (laughs) (laughs) waiting for you to fuck up (laughs) (laughs) so sit up this period it's a very very trying period and uh uh, if you're listening to this episode, I'd like to hear what you think about the stories we discussed, the CUDA, the charges. Do you think it was inevitable? How soon do you think CUDA will be profitable? Because I hardly doubt that they are. And uh, Togo, their e-visa 
francophone wave uh, waves layoffs that's a very very chilling and sad story but not chilling but really sad and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's let us know what you think. Uh, you can tweet at us with the hashtag TechPointAfricaPodcast or you send us an email with the email address podcast at TechPoint.Africa. And if you're listening to us for the first time and you've not been sharing, like I said, it's still a bad habit. And, uh, you can well, do better. You can do better. So, yeah, where can you find us, uh, Bolu? Yes, you can find us on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Hyatt Radio, and anywhere else you get your podcast. Are you and feeling? Are you feeling cold? I'm actually feeling trade. cold. Oh. <laughs> this episode is proudly sponsored by the Tech Point African Business Team. Yeah, that you won't pay our house rent. <laughs> yes.